Welcome to the Daily Business Hustle podcast. My name is Alexander Vitkin. I'm the creator and founder of the Daily Business Hustle. On this podcast, I share with you my top unbiased business advice, sales advice, and I talk to the world's top experts in their fields related to business. Hey, welcome. This is uh, Alex Vitkin here, and I'm here with Nick Go. He's the CEO of Real Social Dynamics. He's uh, one of my mentors, and he's. Uh, I'm interviewing him. Where are you right now, Nick? I'm in my house in Los Angeles in the Hollywood Hills. It's where we have our offices, and it's a place that I stay at whenever I'm busy LA. Awesome. So you started a new YouTube channel. Um, maybe you should go into that a little bit. What is the project that you're working on right now? Sure. I started a YouTube channel. It's uh, under the name RSD Papa, P-A-P-A. And the idea was that I've been doing business administration for our company for a long time, and I wanted to get back into instructing. It's been a lot of fun doing it. I miss it. Interesting. And it's about business or uh, something like that, right? The new YouTube channel. Well, I think that's going to be about relationships. And relationships, whether it's in business, whether it's in your personal life, you know, and real social dynamics, most of what we've talked about is for our dating life and relationships and social. Uh, yeah, today RSD is a really big company. We're all over the world. And I actually put it on my YouTube channel just yesterday a 20-minute video um, from the London Speaker Summit. And there I basically just kind of gave the history of how we created our company. For those of you who haven't been following RSD, we are a company that teaches dating advice and we show infield videos and travel from around the world where guys are teaching other guys how to meet and uh, talk to girls and get great success. And the unique thing about us that makes it really entertaining is that we also show infield video clips um, around the world of guys actually approaching and picking up girls in real-world hidden camera situations and using them as teaching tools. And so what I wanted to start doing on my YouTube channel was start using that as a chance to talk about how we built our company and also the new innovations to expect in the future from RSD and then also talk about some content of things that are on my mind. Um, like I said earlier, I really kind of missed teaching and I was hoping that uh, from getting more involved with YouTube and also getting more involved with clients, I could get some really interesting questions and kind of inspire a new curriculum. Mm -hmm. So I, I guess there's a whole book written about how you may have gotten into uh coaching people, but what, what is your story like? What, what got you to start with it originally? When I first got into everything, I was in university and I was looking at, uh, you know, doing the typical life of getting a nine to five or, you know, working for someone else. And when we uh, created our company, I started uh, traveling around the world and meeting up with guys. It wasn't even a company back then, it was more just like an online discussion board and uh, interviewing people that were really good at uh, meeting girls and sharing stories about. And their adventures, when you go out to the bars and clubs, are always going to be quite entertaining for guys who are really dedicated to uh, that kind of lifestyle. Uh, and these guys uh, are not just good at demonstrating it live in front of people, but also they're really good at teaching and transferring those skills to other people. They're the best at it and very entertaining. And the concepts that they teach were not just about pickup, but way deeper, way more profound. Um, a lot of epiphanies about life and it's with really high cinematic value. Uh, we have, I think, a couple of dozen channels now. And on those couple dozen channels, we have about a million subscribers. 
Um, I think it's right now, it's like mid-2016, was it June 2016? And uh, yeah, we've been doing this now since 2002, so that's about 14 years. I heard a story a long time ago that in the beginning you guys were literally sitting in a, must have been like a living room or something, and just passing the phone to each other, trying to uh, just, well, not trying to, but actually closing people on the phone to... to yeah, so in regards to sales, when we first created our company, what we would do is we would email people from discussion boards and say, uh, hi, I'm creating this, uh, you know, movement. We're sharing field reports and discussions. We'd like to talk to people who are on our discussion boards offline. Uh, I'd love to uh, meet up for lunch. And we just segmented the discussion boards on, by IP address to find out uh, what city they're in. If they're in the city we were at, because we were just traveling all around the world, we'd invite them to come to dinner with us. And then um, we'd get them on the phone, and I'd talk to people, I want to talk to people, and then we'd get them to come up and we'd share stories for a couple hours. Um, and they're really compelling. If you uh, look at RSD Tyler, you'll see like, examples of that. He's actually posting a really cool video um, from the guys who host the parties at the Playboy Mansion really soon with him and Julian. I was just looking at that, and this reminded me about how exciting it used to be when I was a single guy. Right now I'm a married guy, but when I was a single guy, uh, these adventures were quite entertaining. And we still have guys who are really, really into it, sharing the stories going out every night of the week for years. Um, you know, guys who've done this for like a, a dozen years, there's like 4,000 nights of going out. <laughs> yeah, so it's, it's pretty interesting. So, so I guess you were a bunch of guys, um, also some of them just on the internet, on discussion boards, and how did you decide to turn that into an actual business at the time? So what we did was, in order to fund our travel, we said, hey, if anyone wants to help cover our airfare, give us $600. And if we got one person, that'd be great, we would cover our airfare. But we uh, did this after meeting a bunch of people from the discussion boards at Starbucks. And that turned into a dozen people putting down a deposit um, and then uh, two dozen people showing up and paying us $600. And it was then where we realized that we were making money, so we should do it again in San Francisco, doing it again in London, doing it again in Miami. And every weekend uh, for the next few months, we did this. And uh, within, I think, about... Well, just a few months, we were able to have enough money to put down a deposit for a huge house in the Hollywood Hills. We lived with uh, Courtney Love, the rock star, and a bunch of guys who were instructors for our company, and we created an office, um, like a, a real like office uh, with uh, several computers everywhere and a seminar space and a bar for parties. And we even had parties after the Grammys to build like a social circle, which turned into me getting involved with the, a party club in Hollywood where people paid 650 to 25,000 a month and had all night parties at movie studios and mansions. And um, then it turned into uh, us getting rid of the house because we wanted to not just have people come in LA, but we wanted to spread our staff around the world. So I ended up traveling to 270 cities and 70 countries over six months. And I did a free seminar tour and talked about our programs, but it led to people being so interested in what we were actually doing it's like, how, how did these guys create content that was so interesting that they could actually compel a movement to people to get involved with their company? So people started getting involved with their videos. They started uh, attending events and then becoming customers. And uh, it was really cool to see that. And as a result, we now have guys who go on tour like a rock star band, and they travel from city to city all around the world teaching programs on how to pick up girls, social dynamics, and doing it with you in your social circle, in your clubs, in your bars with you. And... 
sharing the most exciting stories and you're actually living it with them. And th these are all events I used to do myself with the RSD instructors. And I kind of miss that lifestyle. And I now live a much more settled life. I live in Las Vegas. Uh, I'm here in my office is in LA. But in Las Vegas, um, I actually have a much calmer, quieter life. And it's kind of uh, ironic because for most people, Vegas is the crazy city. We do have a program called Vegas Immersion where people actually will go out every night of the week to the clubs in Vegas and live that crazy life. And we're actually based out of our offices uh, in the Sapphire Strip Club, the world's largest strip club, where we have office space, we have seminar space, we do events there every day. The clients can go out, they get a free limo from their hotels, um, and they will get training with one of our instructors. And at the end of the night, after going to all the hot bars and clubs for free, with uh, two instructors and a mastermind group, uh, guys could either uh, meet a girl for the night or they'll go uh, back to the strip club and get three bottles of champagne. It's a pretty crazy thing. You can check it out on uh, VegasImmersion.com. And I think I also heard a story once that you were doing a tour around everywhere. You mentioned it in our conversation now as well, but was it true that you were doing one city per day at a certain point? <laughs> yeah, I was, I was doing one to three cities every day when I was on tour. Um, I had uh, a driving tour around the United States. I had a tour where I went around the world, around Asia, and then back. Uh, I took a train to uh, every city that Eurowheel traveled to in Europe that had a population over half a million to the seminar in all these different places. And um, it was in 30-day uh, segments so that I could come back to L.A. for a board director's meeting with my business partner, Owen. Uh, and during that time, uh, it was kind of a chance for me to do a four-hour presentation, also send guys out to the infield, uh, which means I sent guys out to pick up girls during the daytime in shopping malls with little video cameras to record them and critique them. And uh, also it was a chance for us to uh, get interested in our business, draw up sales. And uh, by doing that tour, it covered itself because um, I think like 10% of the people who came, it might have been their first time coming to us, but 10% of the people who did come to these events would end up buying a program from $300 to $600 or more. And that really showed us which markets were really strong. And before that, we were doing business in uh, 30 cities, and now we're doing business in hundreds of them because of the store. Hmm. Yeah, that's one hell of a way to build your brand, just travel to every city <laughs> for a whole, uh, must have been like a year or something, right? I was in a airplane, and I decided to do a one-year tour, more or less. And uh, well, what you see in the back of the big airlines is a map of all the cities they travel to. And there was an American airline company. So I realized that if the Americans are flying there, we're probably flying to all these cities around the world for business. If their population is a huge metropolitan population, they're probably there for business. And so uh, I thought it would be fun and also exciting for me to travel to over 100 countries. And I'm actually looking at uh, you on Skype, and I'm noticing that I haven't logged on Skype or changed my Skype in a long time. I actually said, just finished my 100-plus country tour, finally. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it was uh, really exciting to do that. Uh, I think right now I've been to about 110 countries. Um, I'd love to start doing that again. I actually haven't been out of the country for a very long time, just focusing on our business and my life out in Las Vegas. 
Yeah, that actually inspired me to go to 35 countries as well, and counting, but yeah. <laughs> so I, I guess at a certain point, when, when did you decide that you wanted to create a whole team of instructors to help you run your business, you could say? Well, from day one, we wanted to have instructors traveling with us because they were our friends, and they were it was fun. And uh, it also allowed you to have a diversity of opinion. Most companies that have info companies, they run out of content because they don't have enough instructors. So they'll get other people from other companies, whereas in our company, we have more content than we could actually publish. So it's the exact opposite problem because um, our, other pro our other concern and issues that we're working on is, uh, you know, just focusing on growing now the business administration because the content has just so much content, we need more staff to do video recording, video editing, and video production. Uh, we spend probably more money on video production than most people who are internet entrepreneurs spend on marketing and technology, computer programmers, and servers because our value is so much online, so much in video now, and uh, the quality of our content and quality of our video, you can really see on a lot of the videos. I'm actually the, probably the newbie of the group. You know, if you look at my video, it's still growing. The production value is good in some videos. Um, right now, it is um, a channel where I just posted my first three videos. One of them was just on 2012 from a little pocket camera, even before we had camcorders. Uh, the other one was a production stage, and the other one was a, a video I did like a first test run of me doing videos. But um, I'm planning to really up the video quality because if you look at our other instructors like RSD Tower or all the other guys out there associated and uh, kind of um, favorited on his YouTube channel, you can see all the other RSD channels. You'll see the production value usually has a three to five man camera crew. It's very high production and they get recorded all day, <laughs> pretty much every day and every night. Unless they're here in LA where we have our video production team. So I actually flew down here to meet with them and see how everything was going. Yeah, but anyone listening to this, if you want to look up Nick's channel, it's RSV Papa. I'm sure you know how to spell that, so <laughs> I'll link to it in the description. But a company like that, how did you leverage a company teaching social skills into building this massive social circle where you have billionaires and millionaires in your social circle and all kinds of business people? How did you manage to leverage your business or your knowledge into building a relationship with people like that? I think a lot of the skills we learn from Real Social Dynamics allows people to not just use those skills like developing the right mindset, developing that intellectual conversational skill set, um, but uh, using these uh, skill sets for uh, business, social circle, and pretty much any aspect of your life. Uh, so, yeah, my social circle is for really interesting people. I focus so much on that. Um, I used to have a situation where I'd say yes to everyone for every possible meeting. Um, even if it was just a meetup for just like five minutes, uh, I would have a situation where I would have uh, maybe like three dinners in a night and I'd just eat a little bit. Um, I'd always invite other people out to do fun things as well. And I think that it helps for your soul strip, but it also helps for your business. But when I'm meeting with people that are really high end, it's usually just to share ideas and share knowledge. And that's intellectually stimulating, it's captivating. And when you have a lot of unique experiences and you tr go out of your way to try to find how to like, do things that you're not used to doing, you'll always develop a new ability to 
conversate about those new topics. So one of the things that I used to do was always try to find like a new uh, extracurricular activity I'd never done before, travel to a new city I'd never been to, or uh, you know go and do uh, athletic activities I haven't done before. Like I'd gone to like marathons, triathlons after you know never having done it in my life, or I'd gone to golf recently, and I've been doing that now, traveling around the world with people who are really interested in going to like golf trips like Bermuda or Pebble Beach or what have you. Or um, I guess all these different things are just random like fun hooks that. Uh, people will be able to conversate about. And if you develop a lot of broad range of topics, you can talk about pretty much any subject, any topic. And when you share those commonalities with the, the people, whether they're millionaires or billionaires, you have that. The other thing is I'm not seeking anything. I'm just there to offer value, whether it's that just friendship um, or whether it's just uh, helping them meet people. But I mean, I'm not going out of my way to do the typical thing. Well, a lot of people that go out of their way to try to like uh, network will always say things like hey what what are you working on how can I help you and stuff mm -hmm. like that. that's cool um, but that's not really uh, what I've been focusing on I'm really just focusing on just trying to develop friendships for the sake of friendship uh, and I do do that yeah with a lot of high-level people uh, people that are usually successful and what have you and I think I'll just do that because that's the kind of person I am as well um, but I mean, I have a lot of friends from all walks of life. I've uh, um, I've sponsored and invested in a video game company, and I also have um, uh, an advisor role for a very successful uh, video game team in uh, video game Hearthstone, and I also got involved with League of Legends and Dota, and so I'll meet a bunch of nerds from that. At the same time, I also go every other week to the downtown Las Vegas area. And hang out with Tony Shea and other entrepreneurs that hang out locally from Las Vegas. We're all uh, travel around with uh, golfing buddies. I have a lot of really interesting social circles. What I used to do is try to get into those social circles because, you know, yeah, you know, if, if you don't have anywhere to start, you know, you should start with mastermind groups. So I used to pay hundreds of thousands of dollars every year just joining mastermind groups in business. And then I also used to do the same thing for, like, social clubs. Um, you know, but I didn't always start off with money. I started this from the beginning just trying to find really interesting activities that people do, uh, develop a commonality, and then people just know people. And then you just, it's a really a small world when it comes down to it. I mean, when I got into RSD, most of the people, and the biggest value comes from our clients, and just you help the clients, and they really want to help you back. Um, so we have a, we had a situation where I got started getting invited to really cool events just from clients, like the Grammys or... Emmys or the Oscars or, um, you know, going on inviting my friends and I to uh, hang out and go to a, a boat in London. And we would, we would say yes to almost everything because <laughs> they're all really cool. Um, but we, we were just seeking new adventures. And I guess you're also mentoring some people, maybe some people invested in your mentoring them. What kind of uh, stuff do they come to you with? Like, what do they want to know? What do you help them with, for example? Well, yeah, I mean, when I'm mentoring people, usually it's about business because that's one of my strongest skill sets. Um, other times, it's about how to deal with uh, unusual social situations. Um, like, people ask me for relationship advice or dealing with issues. Um, you know, being an RSD, we have to deal with all sorts of unique conversational issues. And... Um, 
unique uh, social relationship issues. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, most of it is about, you know, people ask about complex business issues as like the CEO or entrepreneur. Um, usually the people that are involved with business mentoring are actually the business owners. So they want to know about, you know, how we create our structure, you know, wh why we create subsidiaries around the world. Um, how do you manage a remote business with uh, hundreds of people working for you on payroll? How do you get like over a thousand volunteers and how do you get them to be inspired to keep working for you? Um, you know, but then in regards to relationships, it's, you know, dealing with all the uh, emotional uh, issues that come involved with your nervously approaching those hot girls or you have guys in the conversation you're trying to approach them or what you're doing with um, uh, unusual issues like uh, you're not knowing like what to say or what to do or uh, some kind of a, a financial issue like uh, you need to um, you need to really get your game down financially so you have enough support so you're not having a lack of funds to accomplish even like your basic needs and basic goals and maintain your lifestyle and uh, you want your lifestyle to always be improving ideally uh, but you have to take risks and so a lot of people will talk to me about how to manage that risk and how to do so responsibly because uh, we've, we've taken a lot of risks and we've won um, but a lot of people don't in fact 99 percent of businesses will go out of business in their first five years because they can't manage that risk and uh, in, in a personal situation uh, a lot of people also will will fail I mean 99 percent of the girls you meet you want to end in a relationship with them <laughs> you know so we, we talk about a lot of these different things. So a lot of the people will come to me mostly for business advice, relationship advice. Um, we have a lot of things to talk about, a huge curriculum. So when you were traveling, and I suppose, yeah, you must have been running the company back then as well. So how did you do that exactly, uh, running the company while traveling? Because I think a lot of younger guys want to do that these days. Well, I was very, very efficient with my time. I had a planner. I had everything mapped out and scheduled every single day almost every hour. And even when I was traveling, whether it was on the airplane or the train, I was always getting some kind of Wi-Fi signal. And I was always working, talking to people continually, um, refining my presentations, refining my speeches, and um, looking and doing research online. Nowadays, I've delegated a lot of my tasks because we have a chief operations officer, we have a chief marketing officer, we have all sorts of C-level players. But when I was on tour, it wasn't like that because I haven't been on tour for, you know, probably eight years. So that's like uh, you know, almost half our business's lifetime. You know, half the half the business's lifetime, I've been more of a business manager and half was an instructor. And it was the first half that I was an instructor and I kind of missed that. So that's why I wanted to get back on YouTube. That's why I wanted to share more stories. And I think now that I'm who I am now, I have a lot more to share. I have a lot more to offer and I have a lot more experience. Um, a lot of my more recent experience has been about business uh, and managing a large company, but I still uh, have a lot of experience in doing that social game. And I also still am also running parties in my house, but they're more intimate as opposed to like in the past, like in LA, we were having 300, 3,000 person parties. Now I'm doing 15 person parties at my house, like a private chef and live entertainment. And I do it regularly to uh, entertain people for fun, but it's more deeper conversations as opposed to a more superficial kind of like growing your soul circle and then um, building from there. And I think it's more valuable and more fun for me right now. And it's also a lot easier for me to manage my time that way. The challenge is when you're at home and you don't have a lot of people working for you, it's hard to get that motivation to keep pushing forward. And it's also hard for you to track other people. Um, and I, I still believe that you could manage and successfully run a remote company. 
Um, the complexities of it do get more difficult, though. So now, as opposed to having um, everyone spread out among the world, we have teams of people that are kind of like sales. They have the, if you look at an instructor, for example, let's see, uh, there's like five guys who might travel with that instructor and see the city all over the world. Uh, and you have business teams that might be together. And we're working on also centralizing a lot of our business teams together as well. We've done that in Vegas. We've done that in L.A. And then we've also done that more recently in New York and Europe and all over the place with different groups. Now, it's not in the same situation we've looked at typical businesses, brick-and-mortar businesses, where they only have like one office in each city. These are guys who are working out of houses. So I mean, here we're in a huge, like, you know, 15,000 square foot house. We have offices, we have a good 10 bedrooms, uh, we have a pool and uh, a gym. Our guys are really into health and fitness. They're, they have a internet connections dedicated on every single floor. Uh, if you look at uh, Las Vegas, we have a strip club, which is our office. But uh, I also have a house where people come regularly for business They'll come there to show me edits of videos. We have multiple offices there as well. Um, most people don't go there as much as like here though in LA, like they're here working around the clock. In Vegas, they're usually going to the bars and clubs and the fields and still doing a lot of video production work. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's so, a lot So how, how did you manage to, because I mean, you've been running business for 15, 16 years, right? So. How did you manage to uh, keep it interesting for an extended period of time? I guess about 30% of the people watching this video, they already own a business and they're past their first five years. So they may be facing some of the issues uh, you may have faced in the past. So how do you overcome that and keep things interesting and moving forward? One of the things that um, I got into was a situation where I was just teaching and they want to get more into business. And then I wanted to get more into teaching, and then I wanted to get more into business. I think the switching up of roles kind of uh, inspired me to keep things going. The other thing is uh, I wanted to make my business fun. And there's been a lot of people I had to terminate, not because they weren't talented, but because they just didn't make my life fun. <laughs> and they made it more difficult for me to run the company. And, um, you know, you could still manage those people. It's just that uh, they might work better with other people. So I guess I had to develop a team, a lot of teams. Uh, and these teams of people, that they work good together. They just continue to work together. I also want a situation where I can focus more on higher-level strategy and higher-level things, um, things that would leverage my time. At the same time, it's those things where you're working with clients directly that are the most fun. Um, so I'm... Interested in getting more back into that kind of thing. But I did create a situation where the business was automated for many years. I could kind of just step back and do anything else if I really wanted to. Uh, right now, the business, though, is in growth mode. So I definitely cannot do that. We're continually hiring people at a rapid rate, very high-level people. And the content and curriculum is developed so fast that we're literally doing product launches of new membership sites, new videos, new books, new and unique programs. It's very innovative, like every single month. And a lot of it is managed by teams that we created, but as a result of that, we also have all this growth, and then at the same time, it's a challenge to manage the, the growing of hiring new people and more expenses and trying to match that with revenue, which is unpredictable when you're in the growth phase, um, especially when you have a recession, like every 10 years, 
you know, we're going to face another one soon. Uh, we had one like in 2008, and that was what inspired me to do that world tour. Just thinking outside the box, you know, we had to survive as we had to do. And uh, just keeping things innovative, keeping things new, meeting new people, I think that really helps keep things fresh. Um, there's also a lot of uh, different opinions about how a company, when it gets to a larger size, should be run. And that's a challenge. Uh, it could be fun, and also there's times where it's very much not fun. Um, but I mean, a, a lot of the reason why my business is there and what's motivating me is that there's a lot of clients that get a lot of value out of our programs, a lot of people whose livelihoods are focused on um, our company and have dedicated their careers to our company, and so they're depending on our success. So I am making sure that everything happens the way it should happen. It's very different than like a typical internet entrepreneur. You might have like one to five people working for you if you're a small company. Uh, once you get to our size, it's, it's a totally different, uh, totally different thing. And it, it's, it's starting to turn more and more like a, um, you know, any brick and mortar company where you have so much staff, so much overhead. Um, so uh, the, managing that is a, is a huge challenge. Also, I'm, instead of like uh, trying to seek out things that would make my life more interesting. I'm trying to seek out opportunities or ways to um, still do that, but uh, I, I'm now trying to put on the brakes now and then. Like I'm continually looking on, on ways to make my life more simple, less complex. Um, and, and I think that's the, the biggest uh, challenge we have right now. I'm, I'm not in a situation where I have to work um, so hard like I used to when we first started the company. Uh, but uh, the kind of uh, stresses I deal with are usually pretty high uh, because what we're doing is much more complex than people are used to. It's, it feels sometimes like you're reinventing the wheel. That's why I wanted to be a part of mastermind groups where you have other CEOs of similar sized businesses that have the same stories. So I joined a lot of them. Um, there's a lot of good ones out there for business owners if you're doing like, uh, you know, one to 12 million a year. You could join, like, you know, uh, the Entrepreneurs' Organization. If you're doing more than that, you could join the Young Presidents' Organization. Both of these organizations are great. I've been to many uh, sessions of mastermind groups with both these organizations. Uh, and also other similar stuff for, for internet marketers. There's a bunch of small uh, groups with really great gurus. And, and there's great social events. I know that there's um, uh, huge summits that meet all around the world for... Uh, just social events with other successful people. And I guess one of the things that is uh, easy to do is that once you get to a situation where you know a lot of people, you just uh, keep getting the habit of being a lot of people, but uh, you need to go deeper in your relationships. So right now I'm just trying to shrink my social circle as opposed to grow it and uh, try to get deeper in my relationships and more, have more valuable time. Awesome. So um, your YouTube channel, what, what, is, what are the topics you're going to discuss and what, what, why should people go and check it out right now? So if you subscribe now, you can get access to three videos. One's a video that I recorded on Valentine's Day, which is the day I got engaged, 2012, where I went to the Burjal Rab and I actually was on my 100th country, <laughs> uh, which was the Maldives the day before. And then I made this video and shared stories. Um, in addition, I talked about how I created my company, 
to where it is today in a little bit more detail uh, with uh, pictures and PowerPoints. And for those of you that are on Alex Vickens' channel, you could get more information about my business and how I got started. But in the future, you'll get a lot more content videos. Um, and uh, if you want a way to stay in touch with me, that's another good way. You could reach out to me if you wanted to talk further. Awesome. Well, thank you very much, Nick. Awesome interview with you today. I uh, hope everyone watching this got a lot of value out of it as well. I mean, I'm sure they did. So thanks, and uh, see you in Vegas someday if, uh, when I fly over next time. <laughs> Great. I appreciate the invite to uh, do the interview. <laughs> All right. This was our show for today. Please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast if you like it. I'll see you next time. If you'd like to find out more about me, visit vitkin.net. That's V-I-T-K-I-N.net. Thank you for listening to the show and see you next time.